0: What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 72 of Ask Pat. I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. And I want to, I want to thank two, two companies and, and actually uh, just mention really quick Success Shirt. SuccessShirt.com is where you can find the Ask Pat t-shirt that I actually give away to everybody whose question is featured here on the show. Um, So you can check it out and you can actually buy that shirt there too if you wish, which would be kind of cool. I also want to thank FreshBooks, our official sponsor for today's episode. FreshBooks, if you don't know, is, I feel, is the number one cloud-based accounting, financial, organizational software that you can use to help keep track of expenses, income in your business because uh, that's really important to do and it's something I I wish I did sooner, and uh, luckily you have the option of using FreshBooks, so if you go to getfreshbooks.com and put in Ask Pat in the How'd You Hear About Us section, uh, you get a 30-day free trial to check them out, so definitely do that. Now, today's question comes from Alex over in Brazil, so uh, let's hear what Alex has to say. Hello, Pat. My name is
1: Alex. I'm from Brazil, and I currently live in Belgium, and I'm an expat here in Belgium, and I'm a beginner blogger. I have, a, I have just launched a blog brainyexpat.com and I'm I also have a job so I'm doing my blog on the side and my full-time job of course takes up most of my time so I'm dedicating the time I have left to create content to my website but I know that it doesn't end right there I need to have a good presence in social media so I want to know from you what do you think is the best strategy for a beginner blogger when with regards to social media should i have an engaging a deep presence in one social media tool like twitter only or facebook only or google plus only or should i dedicate more time and have a more superficial presence in three four or five social media tools at the same time which one is the best for a beginner blogger should i be concerned about increasing my reach and having a superficial presence in more than one tools, or should I just focus on one of those tools? Thanks very much, Pat, for everything you do. I follow you, and I really like your show. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.
0: Alex, thank you so much for the question. And first of all, I want to give some kudos to you because you're doing your blogging online business thing on the side in addition to your nine-to-five job. And I know a lot of people who have the nine-to-five job and they think because of that, they have no time to work on something for themselves. And uh, I think that's that's not true. You could always find more time for yourself, even if you have a nine-to-five job. Now, Alex, I don't know if you're doing the extra work for your online business stuff after work or before work but I feel like the best thing to do for those of you out there who might be struggling with that is um, to wake up a little earlier and work for yourself before you expend any energy during the day for somebody else why don't you put an hour or even a half hour a day in, into your own stuff. Invest in yourself first. Just like in personal finance, you want to invest in yourself first. You know, Start saving that money and put away on the 401k first before you start paying your bills and all the expenses. You could do the same thing when it comes to your online business. So Alex, thank you for that and the inspiration that came along with that. Now, to answer your question about social media and sort of what is the proper social media plan, how do you choose which social media platform to be on should you be on one or two and go deep into those or should you be on all of them um and i know i have this philosophy of be everywhere and i think um that sort of becomes misinterpreted sometimes to be literally be everywhere like you have to be on every single platform that's available your brand should be there so you should have a presence and get the most reach that way that is not what i mean by be everywhere and i say this all the time because i want to make sure people get it right you have to be everywhere you need to be or you need to be where most of your audience is. So it seems like you are everywhere. The reason I called that whole philosophy be everywhere is because in the places where I was, everybody told me it seemed like I was everywhere. So you want to be smart and strategic with where you put yourself. And I think for a beginner blogger, the best thing you could do is choose one platform, get familiar with that, Try one other one and then just work on those two for a really long time until you feel comfortable maybe expanding out. I wouldn't even expand out. I only focus on two. I've been doing this for five years. I have, I only focus on Facebook and Twitter. Now, yes, I do have a Google Plus account and that's primarily for SEO and authorship reasons because there's some uh, benefit of, of getting authorship from Google and having your little um, icon or avatar show up on search engine results, that's through Google Plus and that's something we could say for another episode or another tutorial, but I feel most of my audience is on Twitter and most of my audience is on Facebook. So I choose to just primarily focus on those two platforms. And I like both platforms, and I like them both for different reasons. But if you had to choose one, I would choose Twitter. Twitter is the easiest and quickest way to join the conversations that are existing out there. And that's how you want to approach uh, Twitter. You want to approach Twitter like it's just one big giant banquet hall Um, If you imagine a huge, giant banquet hall or a party, and if you go to these parties, you'll see there's different groups of people having all different types of conversations. And you kind of have to find and work your way through the room and find out where these conversations are at, where you could feel like you could be a part of or you can contribute to. Now, the worst thing you could do at these parties uh, and also on Twitter is be like, hey, guys, what's up? My name is Pat. This is what I do. Like no nobody's going to be your friend. Like if you do that, right? You want to be really involved and in, and in caring about what other people do first, and 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 add to the conversations that exist. That's how you start to get into these groups, and that's how people start to realize who you are and how to build relationships with those people, whether they're a part of your audience or just colleagues also sharing stuff with people in your target audience as well. Um, And then you can share each other's stuff and you get to build a relationship and then you can take that relationship uh, further from that point forward. I've made a lot of connections that started on Twitter that have then become Skype conversations that have then become meeting people in person at conferences. And again, it all started from Twitter and getting into those conversations, um, resharing or retweeting other people who I'm following. Um, You know, I always will follow the top influencers in an industry to see what they're doing and what they're talking about. So I can retweet those things and, and, and comment and reply back to them and say, hey, that was an awesome article. Thank you so much for that. And just to get them to know who I am and it takes a lot of time and again the worst thing you could do is go on any social media platform whatever it might be um, and just start to announce to the world who you are and how awesome you are. I think you want to get to know people first and have them eventually realize how awesome you are. That's the approach that I take. Now, I feel like Twitter is the best because it's the quickest and easiest, and it's obviously free, and most of them are free. Actually, they all are free. Um, but but it's quick, it's easy. It's only 140 characters per status update, um, and it's relatively easy to learn. Facebook, on the other hand, I said it was free. It's free to get started and create a page, but now they are sort of holding back from you know people who like your page, not everybody's going to see your status updates. They're going to make you and force you to pay to to share with all of them, which is kind of sucky, but they're, public company now and that's how they're trying to make money. But anyway, Facebook has been good for me. It's the currently the number 1 traffic generator for my site, but I have spent a lot of time building that community and I love Facebook because it allows me to get direct feedback from my audience and also go back in time and see what those conversations were and pull from those conversations. With Twitter it happens more quickly and in, in more real time and it's harder to sort of go back to those older conversations or have group conversations. Uh Facebook is better for sort of having groups of people talk together. But Anyway, to answer your question specifically, um, Alex, uh, I, I would just focus in getting deep on one or two social media platforms whatever you feel is best for your particular audience and you want to find out where your audience is if you have a very scientific audience for example maybe they're all into space if that's your niche um then you might prefer to go on google plus because most of the people who are into that are using google plus and you kind of have to do a little bit of research and go into each of those platforms and just see what the conversations are like there before you kind of choose which one you want to hone in on um, again like i said twitter is probably the best because everybody's there and everybody's having these different conversations and you can include yourself in those conversations um, and uh, it's probably the quickest way you're gonna see traffic coming back to your site when you share things with people who you've built a relationship with or ha- uh, you know they're sharing your stuff uh, for example um, but you know you have to figure it out and LinkedIn is another one Google+ and uh, you know those are those are the top ones but you also just want to make sure that whatever you're going to devote all this time to is is where your audience is it's not about you it's where your audience is and how you can best serve them and uh, build a relationship with them. That's really what I use social media for is it's a way to, um, you know, a blog is great, a podcast is great, videos are great, but it's hard to get into real conversations with people on those specific platforms. That's what I use social media for. I don't even talk about business all that much. I talk about what's going on in my life and I help people out and I uh, just talk about random things that gives people a little bit more insight on who is the person behind the blog and the podcast and the videos. I definitely would not spread myself thin. I understand the idea of having your brand on each of those platforms, but if somebody were to go to one of those platforms, for example, say you focus on Twitter and Facebook, but you also have a LinkedIn profile, but there's no activity there, you're not following anybody, there's zero followers and there's no profile, besides an image and a logo and a couple descriptive items, um, it's not going to really serve any purpose. And so it's best to just keep it off of there until you're ready to devote time to it. Um, that That's my feeling. So I don't think you would get any additional traffic or exposure from doing a minimal job on, on any platform. You have to really devote yourself and your brand um, and to your audience on one or two platforms. So that's my answer. I'd love to hear what you guys think. Head on over to askpat.com. You can also leave comments on SpeakPipe. So if you go to SpeakPipe, you can leave questions or comments on this particular episode this is again number 72 Alex I want to thank you for your question all the way from Brazil that's so awesome an Ask Pat t-shirt will be shipped and flown over your way at some point in time you'll get an email from my virtual assistant at some point point. Um, if, and if you have a question Head on over to Ask Pat. You might get a T-shirt too. I also want to thank, in terms of those T-shirts, successshirt.com for making all those T-shirts happen. And also our sponsor for today, which is FreshBooks. If you go to getfreshbooks.com, don't forget to put Ask Pat in the How'd You Hear About Us section that'll give you access for 30 days for free to FreshBooks. You can see how it can help you create uh, just great looking invoices for your clients and just reports for everything that's going on in your business so you could just see what's going on and you could spend more time focusing on your business instead of just the financial part of your business because it it can get messy trust me it can get really messy i used excel for a while and uh i was just really happy to have a piece of software that kind of did all the math for me and figured everything out especially during tax season so again get freshbooks.com slash or not slash but Use Ask Pat in the How'd You Hear About a section. And lastly, I want to end with a quote. And this quote is from Henry David Thoreau. He says, do not hire a man or woman who does your work for money, but him or her who does it for the love of it. Very important, uh, especially when it comes to just working with anybody. You want to do it and hire somebody for the right reasons. And hopefully those reasons aren't for money. So thank you so much. Take care and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat.